Okay, welcome to Conversations for the Pride. My guest tonight is V from the IG handle Let's Be Real. She also has a podcast by that name. V, finish this sentence. If the future is female... The future is female, then... I can't even finish that. I think the future is female. There you go. That's what time it is right there. The future is female. You're absolutely right. Yeah. So this show is for LGBTQIA women of all ages, races, and backgrounds. With that in mind, introduce yourself to our, our audience. Okay. Well, my name is Bea. Um, I am 28. I am in Philadelphia, and I'm a black woman. I am a black woman in today's human society. So black, a woman, and a lesbian. So about it about me you guys looking forward to 2021 hopefully we're still around and beyond I'm hoping. what do you see changing in the rainbow community as far as lgbtqia women are concerned what do i see changing i think change uh, okay um, i see them advocating for trans people uh it's a bigger voice Okay, so you're saying with all of the murders that we have going on now, are we in the LGBTQIA community, it's time for us to really step up and can you elaborate on that a little bit more? Like, I feel like uh, we are very quiet when it comes to them. Uh-huh. Like, you know, we have our own issues and then when it comes to them, I mean, they, I feel like they get the, the short end of the stick. Being a part of the community and being trans, they are, their murder rate is very high and no one talks about it. Um, I have a lot of friends that are transgender and no one talks about what they really go through. Sort of what you said, I guess, in your first statement, we as a community and the world is evolving. And in, right. in as we evolve, like we have to accept whether you agree or not. This is what I think a lot of people don't understand. You don't have to agree with something to accept it. Like you have to accept the fact that there are people in this world who say, well, I was born with the wrong gender or I identify as a different gender than what I may appear to be. And, you know, Correct. you can't, I don't even understand why it matters to you. It should not matter. Um, that's a big thing to me. I, I question that always. It's like, uh, what did this person, you know, transitioning have anything to do with you? Like, it literally has nothing to do with you. It's literally paid, like, it's just, you can get mind your business. It costs zero dollars to mind your business. And I feel like if someone's, you know, living in their truth and they feel as though, you know, they were born a, uh, a male but want to be a female, you know, they want to transition, let them. And just, I mean, we, we got to get to a point too in the world in general where we just respect people more. Because if you walk up to me and right. you say, I was born male, but I'm female and you, I want to be called, I was born Adam, but I'd like to be called Alice, then I'm going to call you Alice. I'm not going to spend my time okay. arguing with you about the fact that you're Adam. I mean, that's just too disrespectful to do. I, I definitely respect pronouns. I'm very, very big on pronouns. Um, I have a lot of friends that are non-binary, and I'm always saying them. I try to correct myself as much as possible, and uh, that's how I go about that. I always try to ask before I even speak to someone new, hey, what are your pronouns? So I'm respecting them. Right. Uh, it, it really it takes a little bit of time to respect someone. It's not that hard. Right. Absolutely. I agree. So... You, you, once again, to your first sentence, you were saying about you think that what's going to be happening in the LGBTQ community in the next couple of years is we're really going to be focusing 
on the fact that we have to acknowledge trans people, trans women especially, trans women, we have to protect them. How do we, just a regular LGBTQ person in the community, what can we do to be a part of that movement to protect trans women? I feel like uh, try to understand them more first. Um, try to listen to them. Um, I know a lot of people who do not pay them any mind. They think that they are weird. They don't try to get to know their story, their background. So I would say it starts like that at first. Try to get to understand something before you judge it. And once you understand it, you might be more under, you know, you get to understand it. And they explain it to you. You're, you're like, okay, this was easy. But all you have to do is sit there and listen. I feel like. Um, it's like a, we're like an umbrella. We're all under the same umbrella. So I feel like everyone needs to understand everyone. Be against each other. That's how I feel. And the visibility, I think, is going to help with that, too. I mean, I applaud any trans person, whether it's Laverne Cox or, or Janet Mark or anybody else that's out there. The cast of Pose, you know, all those guys, MJ Rodriguez. Any of these guys that are showing like, look, we're just like you. We have the same issues you have. We're just asking for our basic human rights. We just want to live. Trans people are not asking for anything that they shouldn't automatically have. And, oh, exactly. and they should be able to be safe. They should be trans women should be protected. We as a world need, in my opinion, to step up and protect trans women. We need to step in when we see trans women, anybody trying to harm a transsexual woman. I agree with that. I definitely do. I feel like um, it's not that hard to intervene when you see someone being treated wrong. It's just like, you don't want to be treated that way, so why watch, you know, them be treated that way? That's how I, you know, feel in general, but especially you have, like, just place to my heart for them because they go through, I mean, 10 times more than what I go through. And I wouldn't want that for me. So, you know, if I could do anything to step up or help them, Anybody out there, if you find yourself in a position where you having like hate towards transsexual people and you are hating on them or you feel like, look, I could put my hands on them. This is something that you need to see a psychiatrist or a psychologist about. You need to get professional help. Yeah, I I know that you're engaged, about to be married soon. Why is it so important that LGBTQIA women be able to marry their spouse and also be able to have that marriage recognized and treated the same way straight people marriage is treated? <laughs> Um, I think it's really important because we didn't always have this right. So it is value so much because I'm going to try, I can remember growing up and never seeing two women being able to get married. Um, literally, it just got passed when I was, I'm going to say 20. Mm-hmm. Um, I can remember it being passed in certain states. So, right. you know, like New York. And it's like, okay, California. And it's like, whoa, I'm not there. So maybe I can't get married. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, it start, you know, gracefully, you know, flowing to other states and um, I can get married here now. So I think it's very important that we finally, you know, can have this. Like, you know, these straight people, as you say, they thought they had their own lives and whoever without a problem. Right. And I feel like um, it's just something definitely to value because we are just now being able to do so. So I think it's very important because of that. As a parent, tell us what would you actually do or what would you say to your son? I know he's 11 right now. So what would you say or what would you do if your son came to you in a couple of years and said, Mom, I think that I am a part of the LGBTQIA community? Um, open arms. 
completely like open arms, but um, you know, I would ask him, you know, uh, show him, like, you know, we would have a talk, but definitely, um, I'll be more proud than anything for him even just coming to me and letting me know. Some children do not have that um, option to go to their parents and let them know, like, hey, mom, you know, I think uh, I'm a part of the community without them getting kicked out, uh, in trouble, um, you know, being abused or being treated differently or being disowned. So I would, it would be like an honor for my son to come to me and just be that comfortable with letting me know. Thank God I didn't have that kind of experience. But I do know that we have so many of our brothers and sisters that this coming out is the most fearful thing for them. It is the most oh, yeah. painful thing for them. And a lot of times them just being who they are isolates their family away from them, isolate their friends. You still have people out there that are so deeply homophobic that they don't want anything to do with their own children when they find out that they're gay. It just blows my mind. I, I would never honestly understand. I understand that um, being as though I am a parent, I really can't, I can't understand it. I don't see, I cannot see from their point um, while you would do something to a person that you brought into this world. Uh, I cannot wrap my head around it. Um, I would never be that way. But I feel, uh, it's like you said, it's sad to see. I know people personally who've been kicked out um, because, you know, they came out to their parents. It's, it's really horrible to see. And I feel like um, as a parent, you should not be able to call yourself a parent if you're going to Treat the child that way. Right. If you're going to have a problem with anything your child's going to be, maybe you shouldn't have children. Maybe you're not ready to have children Correct. at, at Correct. all. You have to, uh, as a parent, you have to be out uh, here to bring things. Like you said, if they can come home one day and say, okay, you have to be prepared. You know, they can, you know, as a parent, you have to have a I saw this video floating around IG, but I was actually just thinking the same thing before I saw the video. Um, in a world where a lot of times people know that there are people inside of the family, especially for men that touch little girls, even touch little boys. So the pedophiles, you know, these people with so many um, sex, different kinds of addictions they're in the family and nobody kicks them out per se nobody even nope. like it's so heartbreaking think that a parent or a family thinks that the worst thing you could be in the world is a member of the lgbtqia community yeah. um i feel like they would legit uh kick out their face before they kick out the converted uncle um i've also personally have uh you know i know people and that actually has happened uh like you said i feel like you cannot be a parent you there's hate that's that deep this is i believe this with my whole being and i'm saying this with all of my chest anytime that you hate anything very deeply you need to get help you need to get mental help then you can dislike it and still respect it i feel like um like you said uh it's definitely they need to seek help because obviously they are the problem and not the, the child right. so you know most of them don't do that and a lot of people don't think they need help so unfortunately, people have to go on without their parents, and that's pretty painful. Yes. Why is Black Lives Matter so important? It is so important um, because I feel like uh, this country was built on Black people's backs. 
on the back. Um, we have done so much and carried so much, and we've endured so much. Um, I feel like we shouldn't even have to be screaming at Black Lives Matter in 2020. Uh, we should be able to be treated fairly after all of what we have endured. I think it's really a shame that, you know, just because the color of our skin, we will be treated differently. It doesn't matter what you're doing, um, you know, who you are, how much money you have, someone's always going to look at you differently just because you're black. And um, I also think those people need to seek a lot of help. That's very important. I feel like we, uh, we do a lot. I think the black people are amazing. Uh, we are capable of so much. And uh, that's why it's so important. You know, the world, I truly believe that it would not go around without black people. Right. I think it's important to have us around. How crazy uh, the notion that one man thinks that he has the power over another man to say that you're not as good as I am. When we are all God's creations, everybody's looking for someone to feel more superior to, to make themselves feel good. Yeah, I think you're correct. I feel like um, a lot of people are very unhappy in what you said. Um, if they were spending that much, we would be okay. But instead, it's a lot of um, patience poured into the world. And it makes it hard. It, it makes it hard. What does it mean to be black, queer, and proud? What does that mean to me? I think it, it, it means the world to me. Um, I feel like it is it's already hard to be uh, black. And it's, uh, it's so hard to be uh, queer. So you put two of them together. Um, okay, so a white woman wouldn't have the same. A white lesbian woman wouldn't have the same problems that I have. That like she, right. she would not. Um, all because I'm black. So it's like, oh my God, check her out. She, she she's a lesbian. She's already black. So why add another problem to her? Um, a lot of people look at it that way. A lot of people say, well, why would you be a lesbian and you're already black? You already have enough problems. Like, are you kidding? <laughs> uh, you know, for people to even uh, say that is just really crazy. Um, I can't control the fact that, you know, this is, you know, what I was born to be, who I was, you know, born to be. And I, I just think it's very important to be proud. I'm not ashamed of anything. Um, you know, I wouldn't regret anything. Whatever you truly are, you have to be. You know, if I wasn't but living no, my okay. life, yeah, if I wasn't living my life openly as an LGBTQIA woman, I would be lying about who I am because I am who I am. It's I'm very, very comfortable with that. I feel like I'm very comfortable as well. And if honest people, um, I'm too comfortable. Like, you know, I don't feel weird. I don't feel odd or out of place. Mm-hmm. And I know some people who do feel odd and out of place, you know, and I feel like that's something that they're going to have to work towards. And once they get past that, then I think they will be living a better life. I don't have children of my own. However, I have a lot of cousins and some of my cousins are around the same age as your son. How do you as a mother talk to your young black king about Black Lives Matter and also about how he needs to show up and present himself in a world that automatically sees him probably as a threat? He is seeing things on his own now. Uh, he does take randomly. He shouts Black Lives Matter uh, out of nowhere. He's learning that on his own. Mm-hmm. Um, how to talk to him though, I tell him, he does need to be proud of who he is. Um, right. He has noticed that white people do get uh, treated better, or he believes they have better hair, or, you know, they get uh, better privileges. And mm-hmm. I always have to remind him, like, be proud to be black. Be proud to have the hair texture that you have. Right. You know, I have to constantly remind him of that. So it's basically, um, it's a lot of uplifting. Uh, you know, you have to uplift him. Um, as a kid, he thinks, you know, he's like, okay, well, these white people are getting what I can't get, so I want to be them. And I have to constantly remind him, you know, be proud of what you are. You know, be proud to be uh, a young black male. 
people just like you. And like basically don't let anyone tell you different. So just get the hang of it, you know. I have to remind them all the time, like, hey, you know, speak to your children with them, um, you know, about their hair. You know, sometimes he gets worried about his hair. He wants straight hair or he wants it dyed. And if I know you keep your hair, you know, you keep, like, we call it his crown. Let's keep it out. And um, he, he, grew, he grew into it and he likes it. He doesn't want to cut it anymore. So um, I feel like it's about uh, letting him know what, I'll let him know what's right. You know, I will never tell him anything wrong. Um, you know, even uh, though what's what I tell him, uh, I don't want anyone in my home to be prejudiced or anything. So I want him to be able to not be prejudiced. So I don't uh, sit down on different colored people at all. That's not what I do for him. That's not the way I want him to go. I don't want him to grow up to be like the other kids. So we tell him about equality as well while uplifting him to be this good black male. Right. The goal is not us against them. Anyone that is thinking that it's us against them, I think they're getting it wrong. I think the goal is for it to just be a level, fair playing field for everybody involved. Yeah, equality, that's it. Real black history taught in the black homes. Because a lot of times we put these responsibilities on society and schools. And even with the passing of John Lewis, I think any kid that understand who John Lewis is and what he has done and how he has devoted his whole life, what is the most difficult thing? Thing about being an LGBTQIA woman in the world right now? Me personally, I have never really um, had any type of problem. Um, maybe over the internet, but I don't really let any of the comments bother me. Um, I feel like the problem, um, I think that the problem with being in the community and being a woman, you have a lot of uh, people against you. You have straight women and men uh, coming at you all the time. Uh, about being gay and why are you being gay you're being judged from the woman and then the man is still not respecting you he just thinks that it's a phase and um he still is going to try to talk to you and um i feel like that is a big challenge that we face um you know a lot of people think it's a joke they don't really take us serious i think mm -hmm. that's probably the biggest problem a lot of us don't get taken seriously or we're being judged you know just for being but do we, as LGBTQIA women, especially lesbians, are we the reason for that, though? Because a lot of times with our relationships, we're so fickle. We're in a relationship this week with this person. The next week, we're with somebody else. Sometimes if you're bisexual, a lot of people don't understand bisexuality completely. So one week, I see you with Mary. The next week, you're with Martin. The next week, it shows us to be a little oh, yeah. bit unstable. Um, I do agree. Uh this is where it's, um, it definitely, I do think we do play a part in that. Um, I will say I've met women that I've been going for years, and they have been, like, lesbians, like, for years. I mean, you would have never thought that they would have, like, the man ever in their lives. And then all of a sudden on social media, like you said, social media is very powerful. Mm -hmm. um, everyone's watching you on there. Right. Um, it's like your platform. So um, they come out with a man, and they're just like, hey, this is why we can't take lesbians, period. Right. This is where... Um, a lot of people need to stop labeling themselves. I feel like uh, you're going to do that. Just say, hey, I like what I like. And people will take it just at that. So right, if right. anyone, then that's what they were expecting. Um, so, yeah, like I said, I think it's a challenge uh, for the real, like, I'm not going to say the real lesbians, but the people who actually are sticking it out and being lesbians, um, it's a challenge for us 
I'm gonna say within the community and outside of the community, because um, you got the ones in the community that are saying they are part of us, and then you know they go and get married to a man, and that's just like, hey, I thought you know sometimes I even look at them like, wait, well, what happened? You know, I thought you were you know with us, and now you have people not taking us seriously. So it's kind of misleading. Yeah, so I do agree with that. Well, and I'll add this to that. That's why I respect a lot of these, especially celebrities are coming out. And they're not coming out as gay or lesbian. A lot of celebrities are coming out as bisexual. Because a lot of times when you come out as bisexual, you leave the door open. Um, Gender is becoming so fluid now that a lot of people really don't care about someone's gender. They just, you know, a lot of people are, if I love you, I love you. Some people don't care if it's a man, a woman, transsexual, whatever. It's just, and I think eventually we may not have any of these labels or none of the LGBTQ labels. I'm very comfortable with that. You know, the labels, um, I feel like once you get under a label, you feel like you may be trapped. Mm -hmm. I've known um, some lesbian women who felt trapped. It's like, okay, I came out as a lesbian, but now I'm scared because I met this guy, and I really like him and want to date him, but I don't want the community to judge me. So Mm -hmm. I feel like some people get stuck. So without the labels, I feel like we would actually be a bit better. I think if you're a woman that only loves women, you're still going to be that woman. I think if you're a woman that loves yeah. men and women, you're going to be that woman. And if you're a woman that's open to everything, you're going to be that kind of woman. Definitely uh, all for the label. Yep. Yeah. This is a very important election year. Um, On your Twitter account, you have a post of Kanye West. Now, I do want to disclose that this post was from, 19, from 2019. What do you think yeah. about Yee's decision to run for president? Oh, man. I am and uh, for Kanye West, I'm not for it, honestly. Um, I'm not. Uh, I'm kind of like, I, I, I was a big fan, a huge fan, like a huge, huge, like, diehard fan. And um, I can't really support him anymore. Uh, once I saw him kind of, you know, backing up Trump and, like, you know, shaking his hand and wearing the hats and all, uh, I kind of steered away from that. Um, when he first came out, that's not what he stood for at all. Um, so, uh, me thinking that he's not, I think it's a joke. I, I can't take it serious. Um, I don't agree with it whatsoever. I feel like he's completely out of his lane. Also, I feel like, uh, rappers and, uh, basically reality TV stars, which Donald Trump is in my eyes, or this right. is yeah. they should stay away from politics because, um, you're not a politician. You don't right. have the, the, the years. You don't have, um, any experience. I feel like we do not need none of that near running the country. Politics is very complex with a lot of moving parts to it. And there's a lot of things that you have to understand about dealing with people in order to be an effective politician. That's why I think, but to just come cold turkey from nowhere to go into that world, I think it's like, it has to be overwhelming. Um, I feel like, uh, I think it is overwhelming. Donald Trump did admit he, I don't know how to be a president. He legit said it to us. So um, I'm not, I'm not surprised that um, any uh, thing he does or, you know, any uh, thing he finds, because he just doesn't know how. Um, he just knows how to be himself, and it's not really a good person. But um, like you said, I would prefer someone with more experience. Like, you know, they can lead us or guide us a bit better. Uh, but like for Kanye West, I mean, I followed his whole career. And um, it's just like, that is really, like, just insane to me that he would actually try to do this. Does Kanye West, in your opinion, seem to have a mental issue? Um, it, I believe there's something wrong. Um, if I'm not mistaken, he did say he was bipolar. And it seems like, and I do know people personally that do have this disorder. Um, 
it seems like he did have an episode, uh, I want to say last night, in uh, at the rally. Um, it does seem like he does have some mental health issues. I feel like his mother, when she passed, uh, he kind of lost a big part of him. And it is still affecting him to, to this day. He might not want to say it, but that's how I feel when I, you know, look at him. Um, his whole image uh, shifted when she passed. And he's, um, obviously, he has not been the same uh, since she passed. She hasn't. Like, he hasn't been the same. And, um, you know, I would prefer him, you know, to, you know, I don't want to see him that way uh, as a fan. I don't, I don't want to see anyone that way. If you have a mental issue, I would love for everyone to be able to receive help. And um, that's what I think he needs right now. I think he needs to kind of get out of the spotlight and go get some help. So this week I learned um, dyke was an offensive term. Now, I did not know this. I used the word dyke. I posted on my platform as well. What are your feelings about the fact that dyke is an offensive word? And also, what other words do you know of in the LGBTQIA community concerning women, especially, that you would say are or is offensive? I'm going to say, um, okay, so we'll start with the dyke. I, me personally, I do not like to be called that. Um, anyone around me gets offended if someone calls me that. They like literally, I mean, get in defense mode. Um, my fiance hates, hates, like absolutely hates the word. Um, if someone uh, refers to me as that, she legit uh, she goes into a different mood. Um, she doesn't like it, uh, so it is pretty offensive from what I have learned. However, um, I spend a lot of time in New York, and in New York, they actually call themselves that. So I'm going to say in different places, it can be uh, very offensive. And then some other places, it's kind of like, this is what they refer to. Right. Uh, like my issue was I legitimately really didn't even know that that was in the white community too dyke is very acceptable and dyke is a word that started off I think as a slur but I think just like we in the black community have taken nigger and we flipped it now you know if I say to you hey what's up my nigger you don't get offended you don't think of you know so I think what ended up happening in the white LGBT female community was that um, they started off calling people dyke as an insult, and they flipped it because... Yeah, in Philadelphia, um, definitely the word dyke is used as a slur. Um, very much so used as a slur. Um, I've had people call me that when they say, uh, you know, try to offend me or they get mad. That's the first thing they say. Mm-hmm. But, um, yes, it's very offensive here. And then, you know, you go somewhere else and definitely people are like, oh, yeah, you know, she was like, you know, people are cool with it. Mm-hmm. Um, it doesn't really bother me, but um, I don't refer to myself as a dyke, and I can go offensive, so I refrain from using the word. Um, another term I know is uh, for uh, you know a transgender woman. If someone calls her a tranny, I get offended myself. Mm-hmm. But if it's they don't like that, um, they don't like to refer to as that. And um, it, it, it sounds really rude. You know, it sounds very rude. I feel like um, if you don't know what to say, just call her by her name or their name, mm-hmm. and, um, you know, or ask them, you know, what would you prefer me to call you? Um, like I said, I try to ask people before I start a conversation, you know, what is offensive that I don't want to, you know, offend you. And um, so I think uh, as choice women, I'm going to say, yeah, guys, uh, maybe a bulldogger I've heard. Bulldogger, I find okay. that very, I don't even understand what that hell that means. I don't even know who came up with that term. Know. But I did hear women being called that before, and that is 
I, I, don't, I don't even understand why you would need to just call them gay. If gay or queer, I, I can't understand why people just can't call women gay or queer anyway. I don't even like the word lesbian. Wow. Because, and that's why one of the reasons why I named my business and my show Gay Woman's Guide. Because how do the guys get to be gay, which is a happy word, and women get to be less than beings? Because lesbian to me sound like less than being. And so yeah, I've always... I've always been offended by that word. I really don't, I don't personally like to be called a lesbian. Okay? Yeah, I actually, don't like I the word lesbian. Well, um, I love the word lesbian. I keep everyone's like, oh, you're gay. And I think, yeah, like, hey, I, I always say that. Um, I never really, yeah, I never really call myself a lesbian. It's very rare that I'm doing that. It's just not really in my vocabulary. Mm-hmm. Hey, just call myself that. I really just don't, my go-to is, yes, you're gay. And, um, I'm very comfortable with that. Yeah, like you said, it's kind of a normal thing for me to say I'm gay. Yeah, I just go with gay, and then occasionally I'll use queer. Okay. So, um, last question. We all face issues. That's gays, blacks, women, whoever. Every group face different issues. And every group has a unique set of circumstances that they have to overcome. If you could sum up in one sentence how LGBTQIA women should handle their issues, what would that sentence be? I believe that if we come together without judgment, I think we can overcome all of our issues. Absolutely. All of our things together to me. Yeah. Absolutely. Together we stand, divided we fall. Yeah. I agree. And I think it's time for that now, too. We, we have to learn that, um, you know, I don't see a conflict in us. We're, we're all, I feel like, uh, we're, we're all in this together. That's what I like to say. And for us to, if other people outside of the community see us, you know, fighting and not standing together, they're not going to respect us or give us what we're demanding. Right. There's also just no need for us to not get along. I mean, there's no need for the women to not get along with the men or for the the women who like women to have an issue with the bisexual women or for the bisexuals to have an issue with the trans community or people who identify themselves as queer to say, I don't understand the asexual. Why am I going to even have an issue with you when you are me and I am you? It makes sense. And if they understood that, then we would be completely fine. Like, there will be no issue here if everyone understood that. I feel like um, people just refuse to understand that. It's not that hard, but they just, you know, choose to take a different route with that. Right. Let's be real. Thank you so much for coming by and uh, going through the conversations for the Pride with me. I think it was a great conversation. I really enjoyed it. I enjoyed your insight. I appreciate your time, your mind, and your manners. Do you have any last words that you'd like to say to our audience? Um, Just thank you for having me. This was a very good conversation. I feel like these conversations need to happen 